Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and today we are going to be listening to the music of Count Basie. And thank you for joining us. Welcome if it's your first time. Uh, the music we're going to be listening to are Basie small groups recorded uh, sort of in between his big band sessions on two dates. These are two very productive dates from 1942 and 1947. Uh, some very good music recorded uh, for Columbia and for Victor. These were uh, really Basie's main soloists from the band, and he had been doing this since the 1930s, uh, featuring small groups in the band. Originally it was called the Blue Six, and then the Kansas City Five and Six and Seven and so forth. These are just titled Count Basie and His Orchestra All-American Rhythm Section from 1942, and from 1947 for Victor it was Count Basie, His Instrumentalists, and Rhythm. William Basie was born in Red Bank, New Jersey in 1904. He was a piano player, although he played some drums, and he apparently took some informal, I guess, organ lessons from Fats Waller at uh, one of the theaters in New Jersey at the time. We're going to hear a little of his organ playing today. Uh, he went on tour with uh, some black vaudeville groups, including backing the singer Gonzel White, and uh, it was with that group that he was left stranded in Kansas City in the early 1930s, actually about 1929, and he signed on with uh, the Benny Moten Band at the time. He had played with Walter Page's Blue Devils briefly, uh, and he was known as a stride pianist. He was actually a very good stride pianist. His early recordings show that he could uh, play in the style of Fats Waller and James P. Johnson very well, even though in later years he became known as a very uh, cost-effective piano player, only playing a few notes here and there and implying more than he actually stated. So in Kansas City, after Benny Moten passed away, he sort of picked up the remnants of that band and put a group together at the Reno Club, which he called his 3-3-3 band. Three brass, three reeds, and three rhythm. And they uh, evolved a whole repertoire of head arrangements and things like that. Buster Smith was the uh, alto saxophone player. He was pretty key in that development, as was Hotlips Page on trumpet. Uh, John Hammond heard that band on the radio and uh, went out to Kansas City to hear the band live, and he was so impressed, he uh, finagled a contract for Basie to come east to play at the Chatterbox at the Hotel William Penn in um, uh, Pittsburgh, I think it was, and they uh, started making live recordings from that point. He uh, brought as many of the musicians from Kansas City who would go, Smith and, and Hotless Page did not, as it turned out, and filled out with a couple of local musicians and a couple of uh, uh, national musicians like Buck Clayton, who uh, had been playing in Shanghai at the time, uh, right before this period. And so by the time they get to New York, they were a pretty well-drilled unit. They uh, were built up from their rhythm section, the classic rhythm section of Count Basie on piano. Freddie Green on guitar, Walter Page on bass, and Joe Jones on drums. And we're going to hear that rhythm section on all of our tracks today from 1942 and 1947. Uh, the band recorded for Decca. Uh, Basie was kind of uh, victimized by a DECA contract, which enraged John Hammond no end, who thought he had him signed to a contract for Columbia. Uh, after that ran out and the uh, band had created a lot of classic big band sides, they did go over to Columbia, and they recorded for them from about 1939 or so to uh, about 1946, with the time off for the uh, recording band in 1942 and 43. 
So we're going to hear a, a series of sides, there are actually eight sides, that were recorded on July 24th of 1942 for Columbia. These sides were done in Hollywood. The band was out there doing some work for the Armed Forces Radio uh, Network and other things as well. They did some V-discs. But uh, this small group, Count Basie and his orchestra, All-American Rhythm Section, consisted of the rhythm section just mentioned, along with, on several tunes, Buck Clayton on trumpet and Don Bias on tenor sax. Don Bias had replaced Lester Young which is an unusual replacement, didn't sound anything like Lester Young, but he became the main saxophone soloist uh, at the time. So we're going to start out with uh, the perennial, a couple of perennial jazz tunes, I guess. The uh, Spencer Clarence Williams tune, the Royal Garden Blues, done up in swing-era clothing, followed by the Clyde McCoy hit, Sugar Blues, and uh, that was a tune that was um, composed by... uh, uh, Lucy Fletcher and Clarence Williams. It was a tune that had a lot of currency in the early 1920s and the first blues boom at the time. That will feature Buck Clayton, of course. Then we're going to hear a, an original blues, the Cafe Society Blues, a good laid-back performance featuring Basie at his most economical. Then the very traditional How Long Blues uh, by Leroy Carr, showing Basie's uh, down-home blues influence. He'd recorded this for Decca a few years earlier with just the rhythm section as well. Then we're going to finish up with the Bugle Blues, which is credited to Count Basie. His big band recorded this, uh, or was recorded doing this tune on a couple of live broadcasts. It had a difficult compositional history going back to W.C. Handy and Johnny Dunn and several other performers in the 1920s, but this is a very original uh, version of this tune. So that'll be our first set. Count Basie and his All-American Rhythm section with special guests, I guess, but Clayton and Don Bias, the Royal Garden Blues, the Sugar Blues, Cafe Society Blues, How Long Blues, and the Bugle Blues.
Good Kansas City-based small group jazz, despite the fact that the only people who were active on the Kansas City scene in the 30s were Walter Page, Joe Jones, and Basie himself. Uh, the others came from all, all corners uh, of the country, really. So we started out with the Royal Garden Blues. It was a Dixieland tune, but here, certainly done in, in swing style very well, featuring Buck Clayton on trumpet and Don Bias on tenor sax, along with the All-American Rhythm Section of Count Basie on piano, Freddie Green on guitar, Walter Page on bass, and Joe Jones on drums. And from there, we went to the Sugar Blues, which had a nice kind of reflective Buck Clayton uh, trumpet solo. Of course, that was corned up by uh, Clyde McCoy, a big hit record that he had in the early 30s, and that was his theme song for the rest of his career. Um, this is done more in the style of the uh, blues tunes of the early 1920s. Then we went on to a, just a rhythm section feature on the Cafe Society Blues, which was a good medium tempo thing of the sort that Basie was uh, a specialist at. He was uh, a great purveyor of uh, proper tempos and feels for these uh, pieces that he did, not only with the small group, but with the big band as well, and dancers loved him for that. Uh, and he could, as we said, say more with just a few notes than most pianists could with two full hands going all the time. Then that ancient blues by Leroy Carr, the How Long Blues, really just a, an eight-bar phrase over and over again, and Basie is well-featured on that. And finishing up with the Bugle Blues, featuring some solo breaks and going into uh, what came to be known as uh, Ole Miss Rag, which uh, W.C. Handy took uh, credit for, although probably had been around for a while as the theme song of Ole Miss, and uh, usually it was wedded to this song uh, in swing arrangements anyway. So we're going to go on and hear two more tunes from this session. Um, this is basically the whole session I think we're doing. Well, there are seven tunes. We're going to omit the Farewell Blues, which doesn't add too much to our understanding here. Uh, but we are going to play the St. Louis Blues, the great uh, W.C. Handy tune, which will feature some fine playing all around. And then a slow, sort of down-in-the-alley blues featuring the rhythm section called the Way Back Blues. And uh, that will finish up our 1942 contributions to this program.
So after Basie uh, weathered the war years and uh, continued recording for Columbia, he changed labels in 1947, January of 1947. He began recording for RCA Victor, and he recorded for them for oh, about a year or so, a little bit longer maybe. Um, the band had undergone some personnel changes, but still had the same rhythm section. Um, Joe Jones had been in the Army, but when he came out, he uh, rejoined the band, and uh, this rhythm section was reunited for at least a couple of years, and then after that, it started drifting away. Walter Page retired, and Joe Jones went off to do other things, but Freddie Green stayed with Basie pretty much until, uh, certainly until Basie died, and, and, and Freddie Green lived another year or two after that, and still played with the band. So this recording session, done for Victor in New York, was done on May 20th of 1947, and this also has a whole pile of tunes uh, that was done by Count Basie, comma, his instrumentalists, and rhythm. And the rhythm section is the same. Basie plays organ on one number we're going to hear coming up. And the instrumentalists in this case are the well-traveled swing veteran Emmett Berry on trumpet, who was playing with Basie's big band at the time. Buck Clayton had uh, left to join the army, and when he came out, he didn't rejoin Basie's band. He contributed arrangements from time to time, but went off on his own and did small group things on 52nd Street primarily. On trombone, we have George Matthews, who had been with a number of swing bands as well. Dickie Wells had temporarily left the band, although he was coming back a little bit later, and George Matthews was the primary jazz soloist. Charlie Price on alto sax, uh, he may have played lead. Preston Love was also in the band. They may have switched off playing lead, but Charlie Price is on this session. Uh, the tenor sax soloist is interesting. It's Paul Gonzalez, who, of course, became much better known uh, with the uh, Duke Ellington band. He joined about three or four years later, and, of course, in the 1956 Newport concert. He uh, ascended to great prominence doing that long solo on diminuendo and crescendo in blue. But at this point, he was with Basie's band, uh, playing what we would call the Lester Young seat, I suppose. Buddy Tate was playing the other tenor sax uh, seat. Uh, but at the time, Gonzalez was getting most of the solos. We also will hear Jack Washington on baritone sax. He had been with uh, Basie going back to the Moton days in the late 1920s, and he was a very good baritone sax soloist. In fact, it was said that after Herschel Evans died in 1939, uh, there was some talk about having, Evan, uh, having Washington play tenor sax and pairing up with... Um, uh, Lester Young at that point, but that didn't happen. And he stayed with the Basie band through the late 40s until the band broke up temporarily. And we're going to hear a solo feature for him coming up. So this all said, we're going to start out, after we do our two tunes from 1942, we're going to hear three from 1947, Swing in the Blues, which was one of the first tunes that the Basie big band recorded for Decca. Here's a cut-down arrangement. Then the St. Louis Boogie, uh, capitalizing a little of the boogie-woogie craze that was still going on in the mid-40s. Then uh, we're going to hear Basie's Basement, and both of those last two tunes uh, were by Count Basie. Uh, the uh, Swing in the Blues was co-credited to Basie and Eddie Durham. Basie's Basement will feature some organ playing on here. We get a little sense of what uh, Basie may have taken from Fats Waller in that regard. So those are our tunes for this set. From 1942, we hear the St. Louis Blues and the Way Back Blues. From 1947, for Victor, we hear Swing in the Blues, the St. Louis Boogie, and Basie's Basement.
started out with the St. Louis Blues, followed by the Wayback Blues, both of those done in 1942 for Columbia Records, Count Basie, and his All-American Rhythm Section. And on Royal Gar- or rather uh, St. Louis Blues, he was joined by Buck Clayton on trumpet and Don Bias on tenor sax. Um, probably the two most prominent soloists uh, of the Basie Band in 1942. Then we moved on to RCA Victor in 1947, and we heard three tunes from Count Basie, his instrumentalists, and rhythm from May 20th of 1947, Swing in the Blues, St. Louis Boogie, and Basie's Basement. The last uh, one, Basie's Basement, featured Basie on organ, as well as Freddie Green on guitar, uh, Joe Jones on drums, and Walter Page on bass. And in the horn section for this date, and we're going to hear four or five more coming up from that date, we're going to hear Emmett Berry on trumpet. He took a a couple of good solos there. He was a kind of a Roy Eldridge stylist. He uh, had played with Fletcher Henderson's band, Horace Henderson's band. He had done numerous sessions on 52nd Street. was a very uh, well-regarded jazz trumpet player of the day. He uh, His career sort of slipped in the 1950s, and he went kind of into obscurity after that. Then we heard George Matthews on trombone. Heard a good straight trombone solo from him, and uh, going to hear another one coming up on one of the next tunes. Uh, Charlie Price, also known as CQ Price, on alto sax. He doesn't get any solo opportunities here, but uh, hear him in the section. Paul Gonzalez on tr- uh, tenor sax, playing uh, an interesting combination of Coleman Hawkins and Ben Webster and Lester Young, kind of a synthesis of all those three major tenor sax stylists of the 1930s. And he, as I said, went on to much better, uh, being much better known with the Duke Ellington band from about seven or eight years later. We heard Jack Washington on baritone sax. We will be hearing him featured in just a moment. And then, of course, the Count Basie rhythm section. So we're going to feature the same band coming up. This is from May 20th and May 21st of 1947. Uh, These were done in New York, as I said, for Victor. And uh, the next uh, few tunes we're going to hear are the old Walter Kahn, uh, or rather um, Gus Kahn and Walter Donaldson tune, My Buddy, it was composed as a waltz, here done as a swing tune. Uh, then we're going to go from there to the jazz standard by Fiorito and Kahn, I Never Knew, which was a bassy favorite. He recorded it a number of times. Here he uh, features himself primarily on it, although get a little bit of uh, Paul Gonzalez as we go along. Then the Jack Washington feature, a tune called Lopen, and this was... Uh, 
to my knowledge, not anthologized in any other CDs or recordings before Classics put it out. It was really uh, quite a quite a great feature for Jack Washington, who usually didn't get a lot of solo space in the band. His job was to anchor the section. But on this tune, uh, which is kind of reminiscent of um, the Count and Lester, uh, Rosaline Shuffle and what have you, where he had a lot of those... Uh, uh, battles back and forth between Lester Young on tenor sax and Count Basie on piano. This is kind of recreating this between uh, Basie and Jack Washington and Basie and Joe Jones, who gets a good um, solo outing here as well, at least little bits of solos. Following that, we're going to hear the uh, Maceo Pinkard tune from the 1920s, Sugar, another Basie favorite. That featured primarily with the rhythm section, a little Paul Gonzalez in there too. And then we're going to end up with a tune called Backstage at Stuffs, which was apparently a club that was a favorite after-hours hangout of the Basie band, and that was credited to Basie as well. And we'll hear some solos by Emmett Berry and George Matthews on there. So that'll be our set coming up, all from 1947, Count Basie is Instrumentalists and Rhythm, My Buddy, I Never Knew, Lopen, Sugar, and Backstage at Stuffs. Ha 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 
Cute ending there, backstage at Stuffs, and that's Count Basie's instrumentalist and rhythm. We heard good solos by the horn players there. Emmett Berry on trumpet, George Matthews on trombone, and Paul Gonzalez on tenor sax, along with Basie Green, Page, and Jones, the All-American Rhythm Section. These were taken May 20th and May uh, 21st of 1947, recorded in New York for Victor. And this was um, in between sessions that were done uh, by the big band, Count Basie's big band. He still had a very well-regarded uh, big band that was going up until about 19... 48 or so. Um, he ended up having to disband about then, as most of the big bands had, and he went back to work with a uh, an eight or a nine-piece group, sometimes seven, and that was a, an interesting group. We've done a podcast on that quite a long time ago, actually, and uh, that was a more forward-leaning group, more bebop playing. He had uh, Wardell Gray in it for a while, uh, he had Clark Terry, he had uh, Buddy DeFranco playing clarinet for a little while, and uh, that band changed around here and there uh, before it came back as the new Count Basie big band in 1951, and uh, he stayed with that big band until he died in 1984. So this, these small group sides are kind of precursors to that, I guess. We started out with the Khan and Donaldson tune, My Buddy, featured some good trombone by George Matthews in there, then went on to I Never Knew, uh, mainly a feature for Basie in the rhythm section, although Paul Gonzalez comes in there in the middle. Lopen follows that rhythm section, but with some very prominent baritone sax, very effective baritone sax playing by Jack Washington, who, after Basie's band... Um, uh, broke up in the late 40s, uh, went back to Kansas City, and he uh, played in regional groups and only emerged once in a while to make recordings. He did one with the Basie alumni in, I think, in the 1960s, and uh, uh, he hadn't been playing all that much or hadn't been playing baritone sax, and his playing really wasn't up to it, unfortunately. Uh, but in his heyday, he was one of the really finest baritone saxophone players in the big band era. Then we went to Sugar, a very soft performance with some nice ballad playing by both Basie and Paul Gonzalez, and finished up with Backstage at Stuff. So hope you've enjoyed this program. Uh, my name is John Clark. This is the Jazz Focus, and we are here together as we have been for just about uh, three years now. This is about the almost the anniversary of our first uh, podcast coming up, and uh, hope to be here for a very much long time beyond this. And uh, your encouragement is always. Uh, worthwhile. We'd love to hear from you on social media. Wolverine Jazz Band is my band name. You can look us up there. And if you are of uh, a mind to sponsor us, please do so. We'd love to get some more members of the family. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side.